Tracy, it's Phil. Phil, where the hell are you guys? I'm freaking out. Yeah, listen. Uh... We fucked up. What are you talking about? The bachelor party, the whole night. It's... Things got out of control and, uh... Hey everyone, and welcome back to A Few Beers and a Shot. I'm Kyle. This is Juan. And today, we are doing a Clearing Out the Fridge episode. Uh, we got way too much beer in our cooler, so we need to get rid of it so we can stock it up with uh, more new interesting things that we can talk about. Yes. So, out with the old and in with the new. <laughs> so, so today we got a, just a hodgepodge of different beers that we're going to do Yes, we do. We're, like Kyle said, we're. I don't even think we're going to be talking about them. We're just going to drink them. Yeah, I don't think there's a need to go back, uh, with the history of it. We we just say what we're drinking at the time, and that's it. Sure, I'm fine with it. I'll be drinking some uh, Vorsteiner beer. Vorsteiner. Yeah. Yes. Nine 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 nine. Yes, das Boot. Uh, I'll be continuing with some Hazy Hero to kill that off. Yes, and uh, the first part of our discussion today, if you haven't. If you didn't hear from our little intro, after you crack open your beer, and here, you can use your handy-dandy bottle opener. I will use my handy-dandy bottle opener. There we go. Oh, that was a... That was a weak pop. That was a very uh, unsatisfying pop, but it's okay. No, yeah, I can shake it up for you if you want. No, no, no it's quite all right. <laughs> uh, so, that little clip there. Was from The Hangover. Yes, it was. And about that little bachelor party, we're going to be talking about the possibilities of my bachelor party. There you go. I did did what you did. Yes, you do what I do. It's not as satisfying. Yeah, no, you didn't get enough air into it to really... The air. Yeah, exactly. You want me to get those Barney belches. Yes, exactly. (laughs) But we will be talking about... uh, the, the prospects of my bachelor party because yes because you're you have some upcoming nuptials yes in the next uh, October fourth of twenty twenty four so in about fourteen months yeah and in in a a person who is also on the show will be a part of that who and I mean if he wants to just you know say his role in this whole thing I guess yes I have been selected to be Mr. Long's best man, which yeah. I am very honored to be, of course. He's a lifelong friend. Exactly. We've known each other how long, dude? Seven, eight years old, something like that? I would say 30... 31 years? 31 years, yeah. That's fair? Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to say you've been friends with people that long. No, know? I mean, I can, I can, I have... On, Shut up, it's hard to say. No, but I'm talking about there's a handful <laughs> of people that I could say that I've known that long. But then I can even like subtract on that hand the people who I've kept in contact with them. Yeah, that's you know? true. Because I mean, we have, you know, and we bring him up in our podcast, you know, from time and time again. Matt, out in California. Yeah. I mean, dude, we've known him at least for high uh, junior high twenty twenty five years at least twenty five almost thirty years. Yeah, a little bit less than thirty years. Yeah, but I mean, but still, Phil. I mean, that, I mean, but, but I'm talking about like that's a long time. Yeah, that is. Uh, we've known Phil that we've brought up, talked about on the podcast for 
30 years, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, I brought up Aaron. I've known Aaron for about 30 years. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I, I feel like that's a that's a small group of people that even though you might not talk to every day, you've still had that connection with for that amount of time. Yeah. You know, and then there's people who I was like, oh, yeah, I knew them when I was a kid, but I don't talk to them anymore. Of course. You know, but the, the, the people that I still have, you know, conversations with where you're like, man, we're like, shit, we've been talking for Hours. 30. No, no, I'm talking about 30 years, dude. Like, I've known you like 85% of my life. True. You know, and it's, and and it, it, it's a crazy thing to fathom when you really think about it. Like, yeah, you know, you've known these, you know, and you moved away mm-hmm. and then you did your own life for however many years. And I did my own. And then you had, you know, you started your thing. I had a whole family of my own while you weren't here and you were doing your thing. And then we all came back together. Yeah. And it felt you like it, and it came right in the sink. Yeah. And it was like, you never left. Yeah. You know, crazy yeah that's how that's how you know you're you're tight with people and And i I saw a post from he's a he's a guy from my town he's he's a celebrity if you want to call him (laughs) that um but he's actually on a reality show right now but he he, i I saw this uh no i mean i'm not a huge fan of his i i actually told my wife i don't really like him because some of the like shows he had were kind of degrading which is kind of what they there's a couple uh-huh. but like like behind the scenes the dude's like really authentic which i'm like respect because the yeah. dude talks shit and he's like he's like i saw this post where he's like um the people you talk to that you can talk shit to and you could bullshit with and go on and on and you could rip on them and they could rip on you and you both laugh about it and you just go on and on and you talk about non-consequential shit and you could just talk about that shit mm-hmm. those are the people you want in your life because they oh, yeah. make you laugh you make them laugh and you know you're having a good time yeah and that and i was like that shit hit home with well, th- like there was one thing i've been trying to explain to my boys as they get older mm-hmm. and you know braxton's in his pre-teens he'll be a teenager next year and he's worried about making friends and having all these friends and all this other kind of stuff and i told him like look dude i'm like like the reality of it is, I'm like, there's people out there that have millions, of, like hundreds of friends, or they're friends with everybody, but then they're really friends with nobody. Yeah, they're just in the in the business of making friends. Yeah, I'm like, growing up, I'm like, I had four friends mm-hmm. growing up. Really, I had you, I had Phil, I had Juan, um, Aaron, and I had Myron. No. Those were my four friends. Really, growing up. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and I talked to other people and, you know, I'd hang out with other people, but like, they weren't like your friend friends. Like, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, when you really needed to call somebody because you needed help, like your list really shortens on who you can call. Yeah. You know, and I try to explain that to them and it's hard to explain that to somebody who's going through the change of life yeah. from being a kid to a pre-adult to then adult to where it's like, dude, don't worry about these people these kids who come and go in your life who aren't your real friends. Like you will find who your real friends are. Like it took me, I don't know, to find out who my real friends were like actual real friends. Like at the end of the day, once the cuts were made and like, all right, you know, these are the people I can count on. I'm like, dude, I was probably like 32 years old when you really found out like, yeah, these are the people who, 
who are going to be, be who, who are going to be there for me at the end, you know, yeah. like, you know, and I, and I told him that, and, and I told him like, don't get discouraged about it. Like, that's just how it goes. I'm like, you get older and people change and you'll see that there are people that you want in your life because of the impact that they make on your life. Right. If somebody makes a negative impact on your life, you get don't want those people in your life. Yeah. You only, you only want to be around the people who one are on the same wavelength as you yeah. of your life. And two, people who will make you become a better person because you need to live up to that expectation that you want to live up to. Yeah. For you sure. know, and that's, and that's what, like, those are the couple of the biggest things that I've been trying to instill yeah. in them. And then another, like a couple other things that I've been doing is, um, like I, I, I listened to this, to this guru. His name is uh, Mike Barron. Really cool dude. And he comes and he had the, like the top 25 things that most successful people think about or go, you know, like ideas that they have seven steps and all that. Yeah. And one of the things is like, you know, in order to be successful, you don't make uh, excuses. You find solutions to oh, problems. Yeah. I live by so that. like so that, you know, like so that's the one thing that I've been instilling in the boys. It's like, you know, when an, an argument happens or something goes on, I'm like, OK, I'm like, what's your what's your solution? to yeah. this and they start saying this then i'm like no no, you're making excuses yeah. i'm like you want to be successful right i'm like yeah i'm like okay then give me a solution yeah. not an excuse exactly. you know and then you know little fights that they get in with their friends i'm like all right are these people who are making your life better or worse and i know they're kids you know yeah. but still i want them to have the kind of mindset at that early age like Look, if these kids are doing nothing but, you know, making fun of you or making you feel bad or wanting you to be a part of something where you make fun of somebody, I'm like, that's not an effective way to be. I'm like, you're not a bully. Yeah. So don't think like a bully. I'm like, you need to be around people who are going to make your life better. I'm like, there are kids out there who want positive things mm-hmm. and are looking for positive things. Yeah. I'm like, and that's the kind of thing you got to think about. That brings me back to, uh, I don't know if you, you remember the book we had to, I don't know if we had to read it in grammar school or not, but. There was a really popular book called Freak the Mighty. You remember that? Yeah, we didn't. Really, we didn't have to read that though. That, that, I, that, that, yeah, but that was like a really powerful book because you got yeah. this guy who's like brawn. He's mm-hmm. huge, not that smart, but the bullies wanted him on their side because he was muscle, and he ends up he ends up befriending his neighbor who's like a kid who's you know got disabilities and anything, but he's fucking genius. Mm-hmm. And you know, Freak the Mighty because like brawn plus brain. Yep, kind of thing. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of those things that stick with you. Cause like, like you got the kids, I mean, I'm sure you, it, it's much more, uh, you know, much more about it than I do, but like, I've dealt with my godson, my nieces, one of them's in high school now, the other one's in junior high, my godson's in, in, uh, elementary, but they'll, they'll sometimes voice their issues. And like, for example, um, my my goddaughter she's actually my goddaughter i forgot about that (laughs) (laughs) but you know she's my niece she's my brother's daughter but like she's like oh it's because you know um she grew up with these two kids who live one next door and one behind the house and they're they've been best friends she's like i'm going here and we're all gonna make new friends i'm like i'm like the last thing you need to worry about is who your friends are in high school i'm like you need to focus on your future Mm mm-hmm I'm like, if you got these kids who are with you and they support you and you're still on the same with, great. Yep. That is awesome. Like, I have, I'm like, I told her, I was like, I have 
two of my best friends I grew up with. I have other friends in Mexico who I befriended and I still talk to them. And I know it's kind of a shitty thing to say because you're supposed to count your best friends with your with one hand. I count them with both hands. Yeah. Because I have that many friends that I'm tight with that I know that if I have an issue, I could turn to one or the other. And I know who has their certain strengths. Yeah. Which is good. And they're not like you, you all have different fields. You know, um, my godson, I remember this is a couple of years ago, which is kind of a funny story because he told me he was like, there was a kid who was kind of bullying him. And he, this is like almost like kindergarten shit. And he's telling me, he's like, oh, this kid, you know, he does this. And I'm like, well, here's what you do. You tell him to stop. And he's like, but he, what if he doesn't stop? I'm like, then you tell him to stop again. But you say it with, you know, an angry voice. Yeah. He's like, well, what if he doesn't stop then? I'm like, if he doesn't stop and he sees you're angry, then you punch him in the fucking head. <laughs> I'm like, if that's what it takes to get that kid in line, that's what it does. And I might have been wrong, but after that, he never came to me with a problem. Yeah. <laughs> and it's I, just, know, it, it, I know I might have been wrong. It all depends on the context of the situation. Right. And, and like I said, I, it, it's wrong because it, you, you never want to answer a problem with violence, but... Sometimes it's what sometimes it violence is the only way to go about it. Right. I guess it's just that it depends on the the lesson that is learned from it, you mm-hmm. know. But because if you're trying to stop a problem with words, and it's not, and and my godson is not like a scrawny kid, but he's a really nice kid. He's got a great well, heart. When it comes to solving problems. You can only try so hard to solve it with words or actions right. that are nonviolent to the point to where it's like, all right, look, an intervention needs to be made where it has the possibility where hands are gonna be put on. You're gonna throw and hands. And it's just and it's just what it's and it's just what it is. Yeah. And that's just a part of life, you know. But you're talking about a four five year old words. But it but it's it's the it's the lesson that is learned from it yeah, that is the most important part of it. Like, hey look, well, here's yeah, the you thing. Know, like the you're kid, you're, the you're kid, being bullied. Yeah. And you handle that bully. Okay. And if you have to handle that bully with a physical action because words aren't working. Okay. Now that you've handled that situation, now you need to see that you cannot become the bully yourself. Right. Because you handled that bully. Yeah. And that's where some kids, I feel like, fall wrong. Yeah. Because they handle it and they feel that, like, that power comes from them handling that situation yeah and i don't know they're like, oh fuck they're like when i damn well, i'm the i'm i'm the fucking man now until they get somebody yeah, to, to beat punch them me up, in the fucking you know head. yeah and, and then it's just, it's that one thing like and even i could even say like when we were growing up in in junior high dude like there was kids who were being picked on I remember and, we set up and, and and we would we would we would go after the people who were the bullies yeah. and we would stop that. Yeah. And it was just like that's that was the one thing I've always been about. I'm like, yeah. look, like there's no reason to make fun of anybody. There's no reason to do yeah. any of those things. Like I had one ongoing joke with one friend and he was fine with it, but then after really thinking about it, I'm like, man, I was really fucking mean to him. Yeah. You know, and I stopped it. You know. Uh, I could tell you like um growing up in uh, Summit Argo, there was uh, there was definitely tougher kids and not so tougher kids. Yeah, and I was always about um, I was always going about going about my way. Mm-hmm. But if I saw something fucked up, I was like, "Hey, come on, man! Like, why? Yeah. Why are you doing that?" 
And, um, you know, growing up, especially in high school, where we weren't getting picked on because we looked older. Like yeah. you, me, Phil, even freshman year where people were getting pennied. Oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't get pennied at all. Dude. No, we didn't. I was. I remember they came up to me one time and they were about to do it. Dude, there was and that one like, time oh, in the hall. Mind. Yeah. Remember the one time in the hall? It was me, you, and Phil walking down the yeah. hall. And they were like, hey, you guys seen any freshmen? Because we, we got to yeah. throw them in the hall and the lockers and one, and we're like, no. Yeah. And it, I remember it, that. Yeah. And that was and our freshman year. That was our freshman year. So we should have got thrown in a locker. But, you know, we were like. All right. Speaking of funny things about high school along those lines, dude. Yeah. I remember there was one day I was walking to my locker. And it was like at the end of the day. So I was getting ready to pack up my shit to go home. And this dude fucking comes up to me. Pushes me in the back and starts talking. This just crazy shit wanting to fight me. And is saying all this stuff that I have no idea what the hell he's talking about. Yeah. And I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm like, who are you looking for? He's like, Kyle. I'm like, okay, which one? And he's <laughs> like, looking for pink. And he's looking <laughs> for pink. And I'm yeah. like, I'm like, oh, dude, you got the wrong one. He goes, what? I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm I'm long, not pink. And he's like, oh, for real? I'm like, yeah, his locker's over that way. And he's like, oh, bro, I'm sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to do that. I'm yeah. like. I remember just sitting there. I'm like, this motherfucker wanted to fight me. He didn't even know who I was. Yeah. Well, dude, and that's, that's and it was another crazy thing about like high school. Like, yeah. there's so many different people that you just don't run into well, on a it, daily basis. Like, I look at it, our yearbook and I'm like, who the hell were all these people that we went to high school with? Yeah. And there, like, I remember when I was a senior, and I moved away over here, and I was in Plainfield, which is now Plainfield Central. At that time, it was just Plainfield. Yes. And I had a class. And there was this, uh, there was this kid, big kid, football player, but he was like a sophomore. And I didn't play football at that, but we were in a class. I think it was, it may have been Spanish, because you know, gotta get that GPA up. And uh, <laughs> they started picking on this other kid, and I was just like, "Why are you picking up?" You know, no, uh, I forgot his reasoning, but I was just like, "No." You just stop. But like, no, 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 it's none of your business. I was like, I'm making it my business. You know? Yeah. Kind of deal. I was like, you're, you're not going to pick on him. I'm like, and if you are going to go after him, you need to go through me. And I was like, and I will tear your shit up. Because <laughs> one, I'm two years older than you. I got three years of football behind me. And we'll see how this goes. You may be bigger, but you're not tougher. And it sounds like a silly thing to say. But it's true, you know, uh, you know, experience. Like right now, if some 18-year-old high schooler came up to me and they could be ripped as shit and they could be like, I'm going to fuck you up, I'll be like, well, we can see. You can try. Experience comes a long way. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he might whip your ass. Nah, dude. Depending on how big he is. Well, if, if, you're, like, if you're talking if about an Arnold. If he's like 6'3", 250. And he's saying shit like, yeah, he's probably going to whip your ass, dude. Nah, dude. Those kids don't know. Kids nowadays, they think they're so tough. But I don't know, man. Think think about it. You know where the fucking points are to fucking take a man down. Yes, but I know my limits. Yeah. I and know my I'd limits, like, too. And then I'd be like. Dude, I've seen. I'd be like, hang on one second. And when they turn <laughs> around, I fucking throw a brick at them or something to distract them. Really? You would throw a brick at them? Yeah, you got to do your old man, old man thing to get the fucking leverage, dude. 
Fuck it. Old man Kyle. Throwing yes. bricks at fucking teenagers. Hey, if he wants to fight, and it, there's a point. No, to but you know the things about, like, dude, I'll fucking punch you in the throat, uh, solar plex. Yeah. I'll fucking throw your knee out. Yeah. You know, I'll fucking kick your ankle the other way. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Shit like that. You know that uh-huh. stuff now that you. Well, yeah, know. I know that stuff, but yeah, now some you don't know that you some didn't... some fucking eighteen year old kids are just you know cornbread fucking country strong <laughs> that you ain't gonna be able to handle, dude. I don't know. I mean, no. it's not like I'm gonna go out looking for an eighteen year old fucking brick house to fight, dude. I was in a class where this dude was. Let's see, he was probably about like twenty seven, twenty eight. Okay, so you're talking about a guy who's got some history though. All right, so he but but here's the thing, dude. Like, we were in an, uh, an instructor class for jujitsu. Okay, so there's like 110 of us in this class yeah. for it to be an instructor. And part of the at the end of the day, we had a drill where you you there was a half of the class ran around in a circle, and then the other half of the class laid down on the ground. As and then when they said go. You'd go to somebody and you'd either you'd have to do a move to get out of it. You'd either do a move to as the person on the ground or the person on top. Mm. So we're doing our exercises and, you know, we're going through it in the last like 15 minutes we did this. So you'd you'd go through quite a few people and you'd be fucking spent. Yeah. So I'm on the ground and they're running around and they say, go. And this big fucking cornbread fed Iowa backwoods f- monster <laughs> fucking comes to, running towards I'm me okay to he's like six foot three almost 300 pounds of muscle talk about comes, children of comes, the corn, huh? comes running towards me for me to do a jujitsu move I pretend to get my gun out of my holster and I go bam 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 and he's standing over he goes what did you do and I'm like asshole if you try to get on top of me I'm shooting your ass yeah so there ain't no jujitsu in this you're just gonna get shot and yeah. he just looked at me he goes fair enough he's like well yeah I have I have no comeback on <laughs> and he just like he went and he just ran away I'm like yeah because that's what I would do yeah but it's just funny. But you're talking about like high school brawling, dude. But still, yeah. Like, no, I I get what you're saying. I'm just saying, like you had, you know, history behind you. Yeah. And knowledge, and so did this kid. Because you're not talking about an 18 year old. Like if we're picking, if we're picking fights with 18 year olds, we got to really, really rethink our lives, dude. I'm not talking about picking fights with 18 year olds, dude. I'm talking about I was. Well, 16, even though 17, I do, this kid was fifteen. I, I do have to pick fights with eighteen-year-olds from time to time again, and it's not fun. Yeah, because it's fucking annoying. Yeah, they just need to shut up and learn their place and not do stupid shit. But that's a whole other topic. You gotta, for another you day. gotta think about it. When you were, I don't know about you. Okay, but here, my my job is a uh, exception to the rule. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so going. Back to what I was saying is extrapolate that from regular life. Yeah. (laughs) So going back to what I was saying is, you as a, I don't know, eighteen year old. Uh huh. Did you think you could take the world on? I did. Mm -mm. No, I was like, I was like, you, you're at the prime, dude, or you feel like you're at your prime. You're like, I could take the world. I had, I had so much going on, dude, that (laughs) I didn't even think about it. And actually, I just brought this up with the boys the other day. Because I brought it up from the time that I was 13. So when I was 13 years old, up and through high school, even to college, 
how many fucking jobs and responsibilities I had. I didn't have time to do that kind of stuff, dude. Like I was like Griffin was born. Yeah. So I was taking care of him. I had two jobs. Plus I was in football in eighth grade, freshman year, sophomore year until I got hurt. I played baseball. Like I was doing a lot of stuff like to where I'm like, yeah, I didn't have time to like, I still had a little bit of downtime to do the stupid shit, Yeah. but I didn't have as much time to do the whole, I could take on the world type thing because it's like, by the end of the day, I had to go fucking babysit my nephew. So my sister could go to school, you know, and I'm here. I am. I'm, I'm 14 years old. You know, changing diapers, feeding a baby, burping a baby. I remember doing, I was there helping you yeah, I know, half but the time. But I'm saying like I'm doing <laughs> I'm doing all this stuff and it's just like like I try to I try to tell the boys, I'm like, dude, like I'm asking you to throw throw away shit and take out the garbage and clean your room. Yeah. I'm like, look at what I had to do and I listed this stuff. Well is, and, and I'm like and I'm like my list was this long of the shit that I did. To what I'm asking them to do. And I'm like. You got that old man syndrome. It, 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 but I'm sitting there and like, you know, I look at them I'm like, so what I'm asking you to do. I'm like, is it really that much? Yeah. Like clean up your room, throw your fucking garbage away. Yeah. And don't smell like ass. <laughs> like if you need to shower, you shower, you put your dirty clothes in the hamper, you clean up your garbage and you make sure that you, nothing fucking stinks. Yeah. It's not that much. I'm like, I'm not asking you to do any of the things that I did. No. You know. No, it's, I mean. Because, like, in high school, dude, I worked, I worked overnights and then yeah. fucking went to high school. You know, like, I did that. Sophomore, yeah, I remember that. Sophomore, junior, and senior year. Like, that's what I did. Yeah. No, I remember. You know. Because you, you were the one friend who I was like, let's hang on, you're like, I got to go to work. And I'm like. Uh, when can't when are you not working? And it was the same thing with Phil. Yeah, because I was the one guy who's always like focus. Well, I was focused on school. My parents were like, "You can't get a job. You need to focus on school." So, um, at Argo, Phil had already moved away by sophomore year. So, um, you were the friend that was working, mm-hmm. and then when I came out here senior year. Phil was working at the movie theater and going to school. And I was always like, hey, man, um, I don't have a car because I don't work. Come pick me up. Every now and then I would have the the Tahoe. Yeah. But that was like, uh, I always used that to like, uh, this is when I was back in the, at like the local band. I was like, I got a show. Can I use the truck? Because we had to move like a drum kit and shit. So we would take everything and we would go like where we needed to go and set up. Which is a fun time. Oh, yeah, but I know. That, I miss being in a band. It's fun. I was just a, like, even if you're just jamming the classics mm-hmm. and you have people knowing the riffs and the drums and the bass, those fun times, dude. Oh, I know. Yeah. I did it too. I know. Yeah, I know. I know you did. <laughs> we've never done it together, though, which is weird. Yeah, I know. Like, we've never even jammed, like, two guitars and just play. Yeah. I know. Even though you, you're like, I got a good voice, and I'm like, me too. When I'm fucked up. No, we we had those <clears> moments <throat> where we like, you we, you would play and we would both sing, or like I would play, and we would both sing. Yeah, but you and you, uh, this is the one thing I could say you and Phil have in common is like, you're like, I can't sing unless I'm like, I have to like be like, I want to sing. 
Because yeah. if you don't want to sing, you don't sing. And exactly. it feels the same way. Yeah. feels like... I have to be in the mood to do it. Yeah, yeah. and it feels the same way. Because he's like, he like, like, one time we tried to jam, and he was like, I got to go to the bathroom and try to tone. Yeah. And I was like, why? No, yeah, I have to be in the mood to do it, yeah. yeah. I Me, mean, I'm just like, I'm, I'm ready to go. If I sound like shit, I sound like shit. No, it's just, that's just one thing. Like, I just have to be in the mood to do it. And if I don't feel like doing it, I'm just not going to do it. Man. Yeah. I don't know. I guess that's just, that's just the way I am. I don't yeah. know. Can't get those falsettos. I don't know. No, it's not even. It's not even that. I just. I guess it's just being comfortable in the moment to be able to do it. Yeah. You know. But we got kind of off tangent and stuff. So. Uh, this is the catching up episode. I so I know. But like we got we got to talk about bachelor parties, dude. Bachelor party. Oh, so. I could tell you a story about a bachelor party. No, I don't. Party. No, no. I don't, don't want to hear about stories. I want to talk about my bachelor party. Let's talk about it. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? Tell me what you. What, want. what I want to do is yes. I want to go shark diving in Jupiter, Florida. Jupiter, Florida. Yeah. And it, the website is uh, floridasharkdiving.com. Mm. And it's right there. I don't want you going to your fucking wedding with just one arm, though. That's going to that's gonna suck. Oh, I want to miss a finger, dude, or two. No. Like, I want to be able to punch one of these fucking sharks in the nose. <laughs> Actually, the, the biggest thing that I want to do, and no joke, this is... This is one. This we is, went from you wanting to pet a shark to, I don't one, care if I come back the one, with two no, fingers. The, the one thing that I want to do... Is and it's a bucket list because I feel like this is one of my Mike. If you're listening, Darlene, he's asking for this. This is my my spirit animal is a shark, and all I want to do is I just want to I want to be in the cage while it comes by, and I just want to touch its nose, and I just and that's all I want to do. That's all I want to do. Yeah. And in Florida, we, we gotta get you a baby shark. And dude, and in Florida, you can <laughs> you you come across. Most of the sharks that I want to um, be in in person with, mm. so you you come in you can come in contact with your bull sharks, your tiger sharks, your hammerheads, your reef sharks, your sandbars, and your lemon sharks, which are like your your regular sharks that are in the Florida area. Like I would love to go um, diving with great white sharks, um, but that is so few and far between mm. in how expensive that is. Yeah. Um, you would pay thousands and thousands of dollars and not even see a shark. Yeah. And like, there's no refund or anything yeah. else. Like they tell you that. And I'm like, and I'm just like, well, fuck that. Like, I don't want to spend two weeks out in the fucking Gulf of Mexico or on like, um, what's the Baja California. What's that water like the 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 Pacific Ocean? But what's the the little like? There's Baja California and Mexico. What's that body yeah, of water? Baja. The water though. It's Pacific Ocean. No, but there's a the the peninsula. There's the whatever that's called in between Baja California and Mexico, whatever that is. But like you spend like a week there, and you won't find shit, and they're just like, oh, okay, it cost you two thousand dollars. It was nice to know you. Yeah. That Gulf of California. There you go. So you have like that whole area too. But if you go on the on the Florida side, you're at least going to be guaranteed to see something, because all those fucking those species of sharks are always around there. Yeah. Well, and we'll be in a cage. All right. <laughs> I'll go down with you in the cage. I'm okay. not painting a motherfucking thing. No, you would all be in the cage. It, yeah. it's a, everybody's in the cage. Dude, I got I got the VR and I've done the cage diving thing. I could put it on for you, and it's 
Like it, yeah. that itself it is like. For me. I know it won't do it for you because it's not real. Know. You know it's not. I know, but it I just, know it's it's just it wouldn't be. I've put it on for my nieces, yeah, and they know it's not real, and they freak out, and I'm like, it's not real. I'm right here, no. and I'll grab it, and I'm like, rar, and they're like, oh my god, a shark bit me, and I'm like, no, a shark would tear you in half, but I'm telling you, you could have that experience, Mm-mm. seeing it. No. At least seeing it. No, dude. It's it's whatever. It's fun, dude. VR. Have you ever tried VR? Yeah. It's fun. I have VR at the house. Yeah, it's fun. Dude. Yeah, I know. But no, I want to... You actually want to touch a motherfucker. Yeah. I could put my arm on, put some like... Yeah, no. It wouldn't be the same for me. Like, I don't want to... Like, so you can snorkel with them, like, free cage, like, without the cage. It's like um, baby sharks? I don't... Like, here. Like, go to um, shark, floridasharkdiving.com. So shout out to them. I've talked to them before. Pretty cool dudes. Um, no, that no, just just the website, floridasharkdiving.com. Okay. Especially since you put Florida, you didn't you didn't spell it right. You don't need to put a space between Florida shark. Okay. Florida shark. No, yeah, a yeah. There you go. Shark diving. No, 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 not DPO. Diving. Dot com. You gotta remember, you go. I'm, I'm a little bit. Uh, so then here, go drinking. go to photos and videos, and then it'll come up. So go down. See, like you could do that. Like I don't want to snorkel and do this. No. Because then I'll hug them and they'll fucking attack me. I don't want that. <laughs> you okay? would hug the shark. I would hug. I would. I would hug that shark like you wouldn't believe. I would yeah. hug it and and I'd want to take it home. But so go down if you just scroll down. <laughs> what like, dude? Like, <laughs> just scroll I down. I, I'm not saying you're a fucking idiot, idiot. But I'm like, that's fucking. I know, but that's oh just, my god. Like that's the the, the your connect, reaction. Like here, if you surprises scroll, me. Scroll down, scroll down. Yeah. So like, you know I, this. I, this yeah. is the shit that the, you can do. Yeah, or but, or you can be in a cage and do it. I would not do that unless it was like my life depended on it, and I needed to punch. So a here, go to that face. one right there. This that one? one right there. That is crazy. So we could do that. No. I gotta tell you, I'm not free diving with sharks, and I'm not good at so that like that's the one thing that gets me is that I'm not good at snorkeling, mm, and either. that's why I couldn't do that. Like if I was scuba diving and I got scuba certified, yeah. then I'd be able to do it. I'd be okay with that. But I wouldn't be able to do that with just fucking snorkels. I would fucking hyperventilate and probably die. Yeah. You know, one of my th- biggest fears is uh, drowning. So, yeah. Yeah. I would need to get certified in snorkeling to go down in the cage. No, if you're in a cage, you can just climb right back up and get out. Oh, the, how far do they take you down? Look it. You can, you can just put, like, the experience right there. The experience. Like, they show you, like, so scroll down. That's a lot of reading. No, but like the the cage is like right here. Oh. And you're down like you're 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 not that far from the shore or not from the shore from from the surface from the surface where you can pop back up. Okay. Yeah, that I can. So like here, like that's how far up you are. Mm. Go back up. Let's go back up. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, shark diving trips or viewing trips or actually you no know, diving shark diving trips. Like that's how far like you you're the when you're in the cage you'd be like right here, and there's a surface. So you're and, like, but you're in the cage, so you would be able to 
reach up so and pull like, yourself out. So the cage is basically touching the surface, and you're like three yeah. three feet down. You'd be like you'd probably be as far down as like six feet. But like here, but you have flippers. Oh, that makes it better. Yeah, because that that helps out with momentum of getting back up to the surface, dude. Yeah, it makes me look like a seal. That's yeah, what it does. and it'll help you get back up you to where you need to be. You were fat ass. I look like a fat juicy. Well, dude, seal. and and but there's bars where you'd be able to pull yourself back up to get out of the water. Yeah, that shark's gonna be like, hmm, some bone on that. Yeah, beat. but you're in the cage. They ain't gonna get you from the cage, dude. Okay. I'm telling you, I'm not petting no fucking shark. All right, if you're you if, if, if you if you hopped into the cage, I'm not saying you no no can. no. I went no, I'm but here gonna. here, but if you jumped into the cage in the water. <laughs> And there's a shark right at the cage. You wouldn't just stroke your hand across the side of the shark to say that you fucking felt a shark. I'd be like, if it's its tail going by. No, but if it's if it's swimming away from you, <laughs> you wouldn't want to do that. You would, and, and it had, you had the opportunity to do it, to where you just push your hand across it. Because once you get past like the middle of it, it doesn't. It could it, the reflexes that come back. Yeah, they can't wouldn't be that fast yeah. to for you to get your hand bit. Now, unless you like, I'd be like, unless, unless the, like you, the, you see their mouth and you're like, oh, I'm going to put my hand next to their mouth. And yeah, you're going to get fucking bit. Let me touch your gills. But if you put like on the top as they're swimming by, yeah, like they're not going to be able to like. That's a tough ask. I'll yeah. go with you. I'll go with you and I'll go in the cage with you and I'll just keep my arms on my shoulders and be like, whatever, dude, ah, I'm safe. Whatever. Man. And be like, when is this over? Did you? Did you? I'd be like, I don't know. I think it's it, it would be one of the coolest things to ever do. My spirit animal is a panda. I've done. I'm the just test. saying, it, it. You have one of the. <laughs> you have the possibility to do one of the coolest things ever. And so many people are scared of it. It's like to be able to touch an apex predator like that would be amazing. Yeah, sharks have been down around for what thousands of years. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. But in here, let's see what else. Go to the sharks. So the sharks that you would see. Little sharkos. So you got the tiger shark. Mm-hmm. Then you, so you got the tiger, the hammerhead, the bull shark, or also known as the uh, the what was it the the trash compactor of the ocean. Yeah, one of the most aggressive sharks. Oh no, in tiger Florida. shark. Tiger shark is the trash oh. compactor, I think, because they eat anything and everything. The bull shark. The bull shark has the highest level of testosterone of any animal on planet Earth. Mm. Yes. Then you got the hammerhead, the lemon shark, the sandbar shark, reef, black tip. I love the mako. Mako is the fastest shark. Mm. Then you go down. You got the dusky and the silky. So, I mean, dude, the possibility of seeing all those sharks like would be fucking amazing. Yeah. And the hammerhead, when they eat, they eat like a vacuum cleaner. Because they have electronic impulses on the hammerhead part that send electronic waves down so they know where their food is. And then their mouth comes out like a vacuum and sucks it all up. Hmm. Yeah. Crazy. And there's a period of time in Florida where there's probably like 5,000 of them out on the beach, probably like 10 feet away from people. Because they do a migration pattern up the north, uh, uh, up the coast of uh, Florida. Crazy. Yeah, lemon sharks are pretty cool. And then if you go back up, uh, those. So these are these two are my favorite tigers and the bulls. Uh, the bulls are actually you can find bull sharks. Crazy fact, you can buy you can find bull sharks 
in the Mississippi River. What? Yes, because bull sharks are one of the only one of the few species of sharks that when they're born, they're born in freshwater and they learn how to hunt in freshwater. And then once they get to like preteen adult age, they Thanks, make dude. their way back to saltwater. Because in there's been a shark attack all the way up to St. Louis. Yeah, there was Thanks. a shark attack. You, you just ruined like well, lake swimming. No, but no, me. only the Mississippi River, as far as it comes to the United States, yeah. because the Mississippi River goes to the Gulf of Mexico. Mississippi but, River, a lot of lakes. No, but there's no, but if yeah. you go, but it, there's a spot in, I believe it was the University of Alabama. I've seen Sharknado, Lake Placid. I'm I'm done with swimming whatever. in general. Uh, Thanks, here, here I am trying to educate you a little bit on stuff. I'm only right. swimming in public pools now. Thanks. <laughs> Whatever, it's not gonna hurt you. <laughs> nah, keep going, keep going. Keep so going. you're, no, you're into like, it. So like in down at like the Gulf, where the Gulf of Mexico reaches the Mississippi River, I believe it's the University of Alabama does like a shark um, like tagging experiment where they tag the patterns of sharks. Yeah. And they were literally like, watch this, and the dude just like took a net and pulled it up, and it was a bull shark. He's like, watch. And he's, How big are they? Well, they're babies, so they're about this big. Bull shark? Oh, baby bull. They're baby bull sharks. Okay. So and they and they so like three feet. Yeah. So, but the thing is, like, they do that in here. Then in in Australia, they do that there too, to where like their babies are born in freshwater to learn how to hunt and everything else. And then once they get to adult age, they have to come back to salt water. So like there's but they they adapt to go from fresh to salt water. But what's not to say they can't go back to freshwater? Because they don't come back to freshwater. They hunt mm. in, in salt water. That's why, like, you won't see an adult bull shark in the Mississippi River. You'll see baby adolescent bull sharks because they're learning how to hunt. Mm. Because they're they're not they're not a prey. They're still the alpha predator mm. as an as a baby learning how to hunt in freshwater. So they learn how to hunt in freshwater to then be able to adapt to saltwater. I just don't want to have to come back to calling with that call like we fucked up. Kyle lost oh, his no, arm. Oh no, not at all. If anything, <laughs> she's gonna be like, "You're gonna be like, hey, we fucked up. Why? Kyle's bringing back like three sharks. <laughs> he sold the kidney to buy two sharks to bring him back to fucking Chicago. We had a black market surgery, so he could have some fucking sharks brought oh, yeah. back. Yeah. Where would you keep them? You don't have a pool. I would have to buy a pool, and you'd have to just live <laughs> yeah. in there. Guess you're staying in uh, the Joliet area. Yeah, no. I just have to buy some really big bathtubs and just put them in there and be like. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, it would be cool to touch shark, but uh, I don't know, man. Dude, two hundred bucks for the day. Two hundred bucks for the day. I understand that. You can go, have a good time, and then go to Miami at night. And have a blast. Boom. Listen to some backwards ass DJ play some Steve Aoki or whatever. Sure. Some Swedish house mafia. Yeah. Am I am I too old saying those dropping those names? No. I mean we go shark diving during the day, Miami at night. Hmm. You know, we go out there Friday. Yeah. Saturday, fly home Sunday. Boom. Done and done. That's all it is, bro. Done done. Sounds pretty easy to me. Just saying. Sounds easy. Just saying. No, Just saying. Hey, hey, you know, hey, hey, you know, yo, hey. Hey, hey, you know. You know. I don't know. Colleen, we fucked up. 
Kyle's in the hospital. No, Colleen, he lost his arm. Colleen plans to go to like Tennessee or something for hers. So see, why can't we do like Vegas or something? I don't want to go to Vegas. Uh, cliche. I want to go. I want to do this. Yeah. Because here, look, I look at it this way. Well, there. it's better than the alternative. What, what was the alternative? Go to Amsterdam. Oh <laughs> we wouldn't come back. Yeah. I'd be like, hey, let's just. Uh, Nice sprakensi English. Let's, let's just let's nice just let's just burn our passports and just yeah. hang out here, guys. This sounds like a good time. Sounds right. You know. Yeah, nice sprakensi. But no, dude, this would this would be a nice easy weekend. Yeah. We go out there Friday. I more. feel like if we do that though, it'd have to be more than like fly out Friday, Saturday, and then come back Sunday. It'd have to be like a three four day like no. be there. Thing. No, I would I would look at it this way: we fly out early Friday. No. No, no, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Okay. Oh, so we fly out Thursday. Fly out Thursday. Okay. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, come back Monday. Okay, we can do that. That sounds adequate. All right. So we fly out. Worthy. Because the shark is a one-day thing. And that's, yeah, we do that on a Saturday. And you got to get to know the natives. Okay. The Florida names. Yeah, we gotta go, we had to know the Floridians. Like, hey, Cubano, hey, you know, yeah, hey. We gotta go find the Floridians and get to know them. And yeah, no, you're right. Maybe yeah, three days. That's what I'm saying. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> I think we'd be fine with just three, four. All right, if you want four, we can. Yeah, hey, man, hey, I'm just I, saying. I, I, I want to get to know the. Here's the thing. You're, I'm a foodie. You're the you're the one who's um who who's in charge of it. Shut up. So. I'm a foodie. I want to give you. Foodie. You're the one who needs to put it you together really and get try. in touch. You have to. You're the one who has to get in touch with people. And we gotta find out. a really good Louisiana type joint down there to get some food. Louisiana, I want Cuba. I like want Cuba, Cajun, man. Cajun food. Oh, Cubano. Cubano, yeah. Yeah, that's not Cajun. We gotta get Cubano. Gotta get some Cajun in there. Oh, we're we're gonna have to go. Close. We're gonna have to go to uh, Miami. Miami. Yeah. Yeah. He's there, well, hey, dude, boy. here's the thing. You're, you're the one that's going to be, it's in your hands, bro. I'm orchestrating this thing? You're the best man. First time hearing about it. You're the best man. It's on you, bro. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Jesus. It's on you. Hey, you know where we're going? St. Louis, Mississippi. That's Missouri. Whatever. St. Louis is in Missouri, not Mississippi. Hey, you heard me, right? I heard you, and that's why I'm correcting you. By telling you it's uh, St. Louis, you know, Missouri, not Mississippi. It's, it's pronounced Missouri. Missouri, yeah. But no, dude, we can we can make it happen, so. Yeah, we can make it happen for sure. Well, you got to make it happen. You're the one that's in charge of it. So oh, my I'm God. just, that's on you. On top of the other 2,000 things I got to do. For what? You don't have to do shit for me, bro. <laughs> this is one thing that you got to do. It's not that hard. Yeah. Planned destination. No, it's not a destination. You are right, here. You don't have to plan it. I already told you everything that has to be done. You just have to be like, all right, I need this done. I know. Hey, we know A, a, a through A through Y. Yeah. All I need is Z. What's Z? Uh, everybody to pay. That's yeah. all I need. There you go. Hold on. Let me do this uh, Kyle style. Nah, you didn't do it right. It's not like a fucked up vacuum cleaner. So here, I'll I'll show you how to do it. Oh, here, allow me to let you use. No, here, I want you to use it since you no, like. No, 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 you love using it, so just please, do it. Please, please, I want you to do it. It's your favorite thing to do, so you do it. 
That was a good pop. That's better than the other one. It was like... Yes. It was like a... <laughs> so, all right. When you want to do a taste, right? A proper taste. Let's hear it. You go... Well, no. It's different with a bottle than it is with a can. Because with a can, you go... You know. But with a bottle, you're just more like a... Sounds like you're deep throating. And look at that. That is a proper taste. Yeah. You drank three quarters of, or a third of the bottle. I drank half of it in one drink. <clears throat> no, that's not half. Eh, it's about half because it was here to here. Yeah, but the, that's the slimmer part. So, yeah. anyway, that's a third of the bottle at most. And when you're tasting it, I don't think you should. <laughs> I don't think you should do that personally because you're tasting it. You want to. Oh, I taste enough of it, though. You're going to mm, smell it. I taste it at least enough to get to the middle point where I'm like, all right, this tastes like shit. I don't want no more. <laughs> and then I don't feel rude if I drank half of it and it went like this. And he just walked away. Like a quinceanera? Yeah. You drink half of it and you just set it down for a second. I'm like, oh, I really need to use the bathroom. And you just walk away. And yeah. you just ignore it. And it's like it never existed. You know what's funny is uh, <clears throat> we had my... Uh, the reason we took the break was because I had family over. They came over because my niece had her quinceanera, mm-hmm. and they had they they had some home like uh, local brewed beer mm-hmm. there at uh, Mistwood. It, was, it wasn't bad. It was like an orangey tasting one. Where is it from? There, like Mistwood. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Which is pretty good. It wasn't bad at all. Yeah, so the the beer was really it wasn't I want I don't want to say citrusy, but it had it had that like uh um what's it called the blue moon taste ish okay a little bit which wasn't really bad and uh, but it wasn't really good either no I mean it was better than drinking like Budweiser Bud Light and Coors yeah which Coors I don't mind but. The other two, I'm like, ah, I really have to be in the mood, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, it wasn't bad, but my brother was like, he's like, oh, no, you know. It was like a open bar on beer only. And then I go over there to the bar, and I'm like, hey, I want that stout you guys have, that buttermilk. And they're like, oh, no, this is what we got. And I was like, what the fuck? Do I have to walk over there and get this stout? Mm-hmm. I was like, do I have to open, start up everything? <laughs> The Steins. <laughs> it's like, you get what we have right here, and that's yeah. it. All right. Yeah. But so it was, just stop it. <clears throat> yeah, but the 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 server was like, hey, we had, this is the house one. And I was like, okay, let me try it. And then I tried it, and I was like, oh, it's not bad, you know. And it's summer, you know. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to keep drinking this. And my brother gave me shit. He's like, oh, what, you didn't get the one you want? And I was like, they didn't have it. He's like, oh, I thought you were a beer connoisseur now since you got your podcast. And I was like... <laughs> No. And she go, well, I am, but they didn't have the beard that I wanted to try because you were too busy pieing this other shit. Yeah. Either way. <laughs> you should have did that. That would have been funny. <laughs> I, wanted, I, did tell I, him, I, I did tell him I was like, they didn't have the one I wanted. Was, I was like, I was limited to my tastings, I, but I, I was like. The beer that I wanted to accentuate my palate wasn't available <laughs> to me because for some reason you were being a cheapskate. Savant. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but yeah. I wanted this beer, but they said, nope, your brother didn't pay for this one. 
So I said, oh. I don't think it was so much that. No, I think just, it's I'm like just, what just they. Just saying as a joke, dude. No, yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's. I think it's a. It's a. It's probably like a seasonal thing, too. That yeah. they have there, you know, like how uh, Sam Adams, which I, I haven't tasted their summer ale one, but I really do love. You never had summer ale, not the Sam Adams one. Oh wow, it's actually pretty good. It's um, actually better than uh, it's better than like three one two and all those other ones. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. It's way. It's yeah. Next episode. Yeah, it's summer ale is way better than those. Dun, 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 dun. Next episode, we'll get that. Even with, like, they used to have Sam 76. Yeah. Sam 76 was the shit. And it's really? gone. And it, yeah, that one was really good, dude. I like their, the, what is it, the the autumn one? What is it? Oktoberfest? The Oktoberfest one? Yeah. Yeah, Oktoberfest is good. And their winter one. I Win- like those two. Winter ale? Yeah. Yeah, those are both pretty good. Well, no, but they had. Um, summer or summer ale is pretty good, and then they don't have it anymore. But it was called Sam Seventy Six, and Sam Seventy Six was really good. So I got a question for you. What's up? What's a good beer for getting into shape? <laughs> <laughs> a good beer to getting into shape would probably be Ultra. No, nah, yeah, Ultra. yeah. I mean, you got Michelob Ultra, but then you got like Omission. Uh, Omission beer is like gluten free. I don't care about that. Like low, yeah, like really low carb, um, yeah, beer. Um, but like, as far as like, if you want to really still drink beer and 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 try to get into shape, like, yeah, Ultra is probably your best bet. I mean, you still got like, you know, Miller Lite is pretty low on the carbohydrate level. Hey. Uh, that's about it. I mean, even Coors Light is pretty is still pretty high. Because I, I mean, <laughs> if you really wanted to still drink, if you really wanted to keep keep drinking, and and I gotta and, tell you, every time I've done a diet, I've never stopped drinking. No, but I'm talking about like as far as like what you, can help you, like drinking but still keeping low on the carbs, is the zero carb, um, long that, drink. That already sounds nasty. No, it's it's the long drink. And it's a grapefruit with, like, gin type thing. Like, I could drink them. And I I would drink a whole fucking six-pack and be fine. But it's, like, it's expensive. But they're pretty good. But it's just, like... This is, like, I'm, I'm impressed how, like, fucking Jason Momoa, who's, like, I'm shooting this scene with the Justice League or whatever. And he's fucking dehydrating or on these diets for... However long. Yep. And then the day of, he's like, I need my three Guinness. Oh, yeah. And it's like, I love, it, you know, you know me. I love my Guinness. And it's in his contract. He's right. like, I have to have a Guinness with every meal, no matter yeah. what. And like, yeah. that's just his thing. That's one of the things that makes him one of my favorite people in the yeah. world. Because I love Guinness. You know I love Guinness. Anybody who knows me knows I love Guinness. They're like, why are you drinking that dark ass Coke? I'm like, that's not a Coke. Yeah. And then you even got if you want to go into MMA, the MMA world, Patty to Batty. Yeah. Patty drinks and eats when he's not fighting. He like is like a fat ass. He's just like I'm gonna I'm gonna have pizza, and I'm gonna have this, and I'm gonna have that. But then I'm gonna train because I got my fight, and I'll drop forty pounds. Here we go. And as soon as I'm done, I'm back to having pizza and doing all this other like it's hilarious, dude. Like you watch his like just like watch his videos when he's like before he has the fight and after like when he's training for a fight, 
he's just like, I don't give a shit. I'll just sit and have some burgers. And then, oh, I got a fight. All right, I got a fight coming up. Okay, I'll train. And then he said, as he's done, he's like, I'm back to drinking beer and having fucking pizza because I don't give a shit. Oh, my God, it sounds like life. No, no. Except for the fighting part. No, the the constant up and down that you need to do, like, that kind of shit does not do well in your body. Like, like having balance is one of the best things to do. Like, like. Well, here's the thing. I'm one of those people that actually enjoys a salad every once in a while. And I'm not talking about, like, I could eat salad two or three times a week. As long as it's, like, a good, balanced salad. I'm not talking about just lettuce and kale and shit. Yeah. I'm talking about, like, you gotta throw some protein in there. You gotta throw some potato, uh, some chicken. Potatoes. No. No. Chicken, um, maybe some beef. Yeah. Something in there. I was gonna say some potato chips. Yeah. Throw some potato chips in there. We really need, we really need some potato chips in there. That South, uh, Baja style salads. Yeah. But, I like salads. Salads are good. I remember when I was a kid, everybody's like, oh, you're going to hate broccoli. or It's just like instilled. And I like broccoli. As long as like, you know, steamed. Oh, I hate, and... I, hate, I hate broccoli once in a while. No, I love broccoli. Broccoli's good. Oh, I, I love know. it. I know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not downing it at yeah. all. But I'm just saying like, I don't eat a lot of vegetables. My, my diet is, is probably 85 to 90% protein. And most of my carbohydrates come from this beverage that we're consuming right now. A beer, the yeah. beer. But like, I don't, I don't eat pasta. I don't eat bread. Um, mm. Twice, maybe two, three times a month, I'll have rice. That's about it. Oh, I love fried rice. Yeah, no, but I'm something like, but that's where I try to keep my my levels at. Like, yeah. and I'll have I'll have fruit every now and then, and I'll have a couple vegetables. Here's the but the, all, the all majority the... of the majority of my my diet is meat is an animal based life is here's the thing when I, I remember growing up everybody's well not everybody but it's like it's like the constant when you're a kid you hate vegetables you hate fruits you want the chicken nuggies and the pizza and all the shit that like the non mature adults eat nowadays yeah but like I love that shit like if you give me like a a nice base of veggies like carrots, peas, um, cauliflower, broccoli, and all that shit, and it's like, hey, we put a little bit of butter on it to give it flavor, but it's all steamed, and it's, I love that. Yeah, you know, and then you get a nice, you know, eight ounce on the side <laughs> with some A one. A one, no, I love A one, dude. I put that shit on sandwiches, dude. You just haven't had the right steak then. No, I've had. I've had steaks where I don't put anything on them because yeah, yeah. You, don't, you don't put. You're the, right. You're right. You have a really good steak. You don't put anything on it. <clears> yeah, you don't want to fuck it up. That's like drinking a blue label and putting some fucking sparkling water on it. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, but I'm saying like sometimes you're like, mm, I want that kicker. Yeah, no, but not on a good quality steak. You would no, of course you'd not. get you, like if you try to do that at a, at a steakhouse, they'd be like, yeah, there's the fucking door. Like if you have and been, you're getting charged you, for it too. Have you been to Fago? Yeah. Man, you don't put shit on anything. They serve you. It's a, you eat it as is. We actually got we have a we have a hundred dollar gift card to go there. Yeah. So it'll pay for us to go to dinner once. Mm. So. Yeah. Fago. Oh yeah. I, shit. Oh yeah. I like that. Whatever place. they bring you, I like. I always just leave it open. I'm like. Oh yeah, me too. When I 
I I know it was a waste of time bringing Colleen there when she they came around twice and she's like I'm full. I'm like uh, I'm like go to the salad bar. She's like I'm, what? I'm like I'm like I'm just gonna sit here and eat meat all night. So just the, I made the mistake the first time I went there where I was like and I ate like a shit ton of those cheese puff. No, not only that. Too. You go around you're like I'm gonna try to get. A little bit of, you know, everything on the salad bar. Oh, no, no, no. No. I didn't even get up and go. No. You just go sit down. Water. Yeah. Water and, and beef. Meat. Yeah. Yes. Water and meat. Water and pork. Water and chicken. I'm like, just keep it coming. Yep. Sometimes it brings shrimp. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, I, oh no, I looked at her. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not getting up. This is all I'm eating. She's like, yeah. you don't want a salad. I'm like, why would I get a salad? Yeah, no. Why would I get pasta? I don't give a shit. The only about thing that I can say is when you get the like the the cheese, that shit's good. Oh yeah, the, I I like the little cheese puff things that they give you in the beginning when you sit down. No, not only that, you go to the salad bar and oh, just grab the the little slabs of cheese. Oh, I know. No, no, I only got. Boom. I would only eat the cheese like rolls. Yeah. There was like cheese puffs. I would only eat those because I'm like, all right, I'll have these until <laughs> I'll have these until they come. And I'd be like, yeah, just keep going. And they're like, is this it? I'm like, nope, keep going. Keep but, going. You know what? Just leave the sword. But man, they don't even have... I'm looking at Sam Adams' website. They don't even have Sam 76 anymore. It's no. really disappointing because mm. Sam 76 was good. Was it really heavy? Mm-mm. No, it was light, dude. It was a really good light light beer. Mm. But they do have... Another one that's really good that they have is a seasonal beer, and it's called Porch Rocker. Porch Rocker is the shit. Like we, I, I want to find that one, yeah. And we need to do that one because that that's one that I know you will like. And they have another one that's called Utopia. Uh Utopia is about like a hundred and fifty dollars a bottle. Damn. Well, you drink it like cognac. You don't drink mm. it like regular beer. So you just sip it. Yeah, and it's in like a special bottle and everything. And yeah, they're pretty they're pretty high end type things, mm. but. Since you never had summer ale before, I'll pick I'll pick up summer ale, and yeah. I'll try to find uh, Porch Rocker, because Porch Rocker's pretty good. Yeah. And their brewery is really cool. I went to their brewery when I was in Boston. Sam Adams. Yeah, and it's literally in a neighborhood, like it's not like, like the breweries over there, like. Like in the city. And so shit. like if you were like. So like by where we grew up. Mm-hmm. So picture like. Let's see what would the best way to explain. Like the bowling it? alley. Uh, yeah, actually, kind of like that, like how when Argo Bowl was there before Thornton's. Yeah. So picture like Argo Bowl being a brewery, hmm. and that's Sam Adams. Wow. Literally, like there's people who were putting their garbage out in their backyard or in their alley. There's the brewery right there. Because so, nobody had yards. That's another thing. Yeah. In that neighborhood, there's no yards. There's no grass. It's just. Well, you, you gotta like draw the picture. Homes. Draw the picture for people who don't know what we're talking about. Like townhomes that are really close together. Yeah. In a neighborhood, so just picture like two hundred townhomes in a neighborhood you together. Gotta, you gotta. And then you have like a station type area. Yeah, in an alley behind all these townhomes. Yeah. Is a brewery, which is Sam Adams. How big was it? Well, like two thousand square feet, maybe four thousand. Maybe I would say maybe yeah, like maybe close to four thousand. So, like, there was the brewery was in one part of it, and then, like, across the alley was their warehouse where they would store stuff. Yeah. But, like, it, it was literally, like, you could just walk up to it, like, in the neighborhood. Like, mm. you could just walk up there and go. It was pretty cool. Mm. And the the 
the like the tasting room was really really cool like the whole vibe was pretty neat yeah. like boston was a pretty cool place it was very it's very chicago-esque hmm. like you kind of feel like well like more chicago like north side-esque i would say because like uh, fenway park has a very wrigleyville feel to it also like die hard yeah but but not even just that but just like how like even if there's not a cubs game going on like wrigleyville is packed yeah like around Fenway Park, there's bars and everything else. Like it's just always packed, and it's just like it's just a really cool vibe, and I liked it. Yeah, you would like Boston. I, you can I, walk. You can walk the whole. You can walk downtown. You can walk the whole fucking like actual city. You can walk the whole thing. I don't doubt it. I like wanted we, to go to Boston. We walked. We walked the whole thing, and we were Ubering. The first, like the first day and a half we were there, we were Ubering everywhere we were going. Yeah. And we're looking at the map and we're Ubering from one place to another. And I'm looking over, I'm like, we could have no, no, I was like, hey, that's our hotel. Wait, what, what the fuck are we doing? We're, we're right across the street from our hotel. Mm-hmm. Why did we Uber around the block yeah. to come here? And then we're Ubering to other parts where I'm like, babe, we, we walked over here yesterday. Yeah. Like that's the hotel right there, and here's the the like. She's like, "Wait, what are we doing? Why are we Ubering? We could just walk." Yeah. So then we just walked all over the place. That sounds like fun. Yeah, we Dude, went. Like, we, I I want to go to Boston, but I'm not a redhead. So. You don't? Well, no. We went. We went to the. We went to the cemetery for like the people of the Boston massacre. So mm. like you have there's the the grave sites of, you know, late 1700s. Yeah we're in those kind of cemeteries and just like the cool like if you're big into history boston is probably like one of the coolest places to go to because i was i was so i was drowning in history because i was like the biggest dork while i was there (laughs) we were walking down streets and it's still the cobblestones and everything else and we were by this one building uh, once you get into this, like the heart of the heart of Boston, there's like a big garden in the old, um, the cheers bar is there, the bar from yeah. cheers. But right there, there's a big, there's a big field. There's a big field with like a garden and everything. And at one of the buildings, there's a balcony and it has like, a um, what are they called? What are they called? Why am I drawing a blank? Like balconies? No, no. So you're on the balcony, but like what you put your like paper on. Um, your paper? Like it's a it's like a, a, a musical stand type thing. Like you would put your music on the stand to read it while you're playing. Like a tripod type thing? Yes. But they have it for like the news. So mm-hmm. like so back in the day, because they didn't have radio or anything else, like there would be the orator would mm-hmm. be standing at this stand and reading the news to everybody and that's what this was was you'd be in the square where this was at and they would tell you the news of what's going on in the world mm-hmm. or everything else and i'm looking at it and i'm like holy shit i'm like this is a part of history and i'm like i'm like 300 years ago there was some dude standing up there telling you what was going on in all the colonies and everything else that the british empire had and then <laughs> like and then over there there was you know, the guys thinking about the Revolutionary War, and then there's these guys over here plotting this and plotting that. Like, we went to the 
we went to the Green Dragon. Was it the Green Dragon? My God, you are a nerd. Yeah. So we went to we went to the Green <laughs> we went to the Green Dragon Pub, which is where the the um what are they called? Oh God, why am I drawing a blank right now? Um. So the the fi- the father the finding fa- the the people founding who, fathers the founding fathers who d- who brought up the Revolutionary War, mm. okay they met at this one specific pub which is still there yeah. in Boston like the Liberty Bell yeah type shit yes but the Sons of Liberty the Sons of Liberty that's okay. who I was thinking of yeah they met at this pub and I made sure that we went there because I I told Colleen See, and, I know that and, shit because I saw. The movie with Nicolas Cage. Oh God, yeah. This is yeah, this has nothing to do with that. But, but see, I know that shit, and I clued you onto that. Yeah, but so we went there because I told her, I'm like, look, we're gonna seal the Declaration of Independence. We're we're sitting we're <laughs> sitting in this bar, right? And we're sitting at the bar, and the people that I'm with, and I'm looking around, and I'm just like a kid in a fucking candy store. Yeah. And everybody's like, what's what are you like? What's the big deal? I'm like, I'm like, do you guys know? The history like behind what, this? Like, I'm like, the building that we're in right now. I'm like, you do you guys know anything down. about it? And they're like, no, what are you talking about? I'm like, I'm like. Some Sam, hardcore and, and I'm like, and, and it's like, I'm like, I'm like, Sam Adams, John Adams, um, Paul Revere, everybody, like, everybody who you can think of that was part of the Revolutionary War. I'm like. They probably like, just heard Adams. I'm like, I'm like, they met here. Like, mm. this is where they met. I'm like, we were, we're I'm like, we're in. We're history. We're in where our country started. Yeah. I'm like, you guys have no idea. And then we would walk like down the street and literally like, like five, like 10 steps over and to the left is like the oldest pub in the United States. And it's another one. And you're like, holy shit, we're here. And she, and everybody's like, yeah, what's the big deal? I'm like, dude, this is the oldest pub. I'm like when they, when they got kicked out of there, they would fucking come here. And I'm like, and then we're like, I'm like, look across the street. I'm like, all the fucking people got killed right there. Yeah. I'm like, like we are in the, we're in the, the midst of what became of our country. I'm like, we are walking in the steps of our forefathers, of everybody who discovered our country and made our country what it is. Yeah. I'm like, you guys have no idea. Like I was the biggest fucking dork while we were there the whole time. <laughs> like I know everybody was mad at me because I'm just like, oh my god, I can't believe this. Like we went past Paul Revere's house and I'm like, yeah, like like this is crazy, you know? Just like it's just like, but but if you think Boston about, Tea Party, yeah. Well, and that's another thing. We were in Boston Harbor. We walked we walked over the Boston Harbor. Mm. You know, it's like we don't have that here. Yeah, because this like this part of the country was. After. discovered and everything after but like the historical factors that you have in like new york and in in boston and then you have in like charleston mm-hmm. and then you have in maybe uh probably like uh, maybe like tell no not no tallahassee i was i'm not at tallahassee i'm thinking of like maybe like maybe like jackson no not even jacksonville there oh, you to, were way south. There, no, 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 but there have to be like so. You have you have New York, and then you have Boston, but then you also will have the in down in like in Charleston, South Carolina. That's yeah. another big place that yeah. has a lot of history. And I think if if you either go further south into Florida, for like the Spanish, yeah, like um, 
exploration part to where they have a big part of like maybe like St. Augustine, Florida. That's probably another biggest part down there to where you have this big historical just like influx to where you're standing there and you're like you're standing in the heart of Charleston, South Carolina. And you're like, wow, dude, like, is that something you want to do for your bachelor party? Because I'm down with that instead of sharks. No, I still want to go shark diving. <laughs> nah, like, I'd love to go to Charleston, South Carolina, but not this for my, a not history for, episode. Not for my not fucking for, bachelor party. Not, not for my bachelor party, but no. But it's just like, but that's the thing to think about, like the history on that side of the country. It's like yeah. it's 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 so crazy. But like being in Boston, you're just you're overwhelmed with it. Oh yeah, you know, I believe that. And you'll just everywhere you look, and like people reenact this shit, and it's all over the place. And it's just you can't get away from it. And it's just there's the thing: is it is it true that like people in Boston are like very fighty, punchy? And I know, I'm oh yeah, not, I'm oh not no, talking, no, yeah, they are, yeah. No, but I'm not talking about just like the Fighting Irish. I'm talking about like, all right. I, it, so I've seen The Departed, yeah, which is you know Boston-based so, movie, but then I've also seen like. Bill Burr specials where he's like, I've been to Boston and so, he's like a redhead and he's like, I'm Boston driven and shit. So I broke up a fight yeah. in Boston with Cam. Mm-hmm. You met Cam. Yes. So that's who I was in Boston with. I'm standing outside the bar that we were at. Just standing outside just because I was whatever was going on. And he just ends up getting into a argument with some random dude. Just some random Bostonian. And Cam is one of the most non-confrontational people I've ever met. Mm-hmm. And he's getting in a fight with somebody. So I'm like, oh, fuck, okay. So I just go and grab the dude who I don't know. Just put my arm around him, and we just start walking. I just start walking with him, talking shit about random things. I'm like, dude, tell me about this fucking place. I'm not from here. What's this? What's that? And he's just going off on a tangent, talking about everything. Gets his mind completely off of Cam. fighting Cam. And then I turn him around. We walk back. And he goes over to the bouncer and then starts a fight with the fucking bouncer who kicked him out of the bar. Mm. So I'm like, all right, cool. I avoided that one problem. Yeah. Then we go to another... The next the next day, we go to a pub that's there, and I have the paper ID. So because I had to renew my license, mm-hmm. so they just have the paper ID. Yeah. But I had like my badge and everything that showed who I am. Yeah, you told and so me that. so like we go to this one bar, and actually the the other bars we went to throughout the day they didn't give a shit. They're like, oh, okay, like you're from Illinois. I'm like, yeah, here's my other IDs. Like if you guys need to see it, like here it is. Like. Ramification. I had to renew it. This is the time. Blah 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 blah. Like, hey, your money's green. We don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. Nobody comes with a fake ID pretending that they're thirty-five years old. Yeah. Like, you don't say you're thirty-five as a fake ID. Unless like, your ID says McLovin. Yeah. Yeah. But like, you don't say you're thirty-five. Yeah. You say you're like twenty-four, twenty-six, whatever. So we go to this one bar, and this dude looks at my paper ID, and I give him my my expired ID with the hole punch. Plus, I show him my work ID. Like, hey, dude, like, yeah, here, just so you know, this is everything. He goes, yeah, no, um, I, I can't let you in. I'm like, okay, no big deal. And I'm like, he's like, yeah, you know, with you being, you know, your job, you should know better. And I'm like, well, dude, this is what they give us in Illinois. Like, I can't do, I, I, I can't do anything. 
but what they give me, you know? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you know, I just can't let you. And I'm like, okay, cool. No problem. You guys have a great day. And that's how I ended the conversation. And we leave the bar, and we're outside, and we're looking at where to go. Not saying anything else, not doing anything else, just saying, hey, you know what, let's, let's figure out where else to go. And as we're looking it up, the bouncer fucking turns around to the people inside the bar. Yeah, these fucking outsiders wanted to come here and do that. Like, starts talking mad shit over no reason whatsoever. Yeah. And, like, looking at us while we're saying it, I'm like, dude, like, there's no there's no, no big deal. You said no. I'm like, I don't care. I'm like, we will go to the bar right next door who let me in because who's lying about being 35 years old? Yeah. Like, I'm not lying about it, and I have all this other proof that shows how old I am, mm-hmm. and my money's working there. So they were just like, it was just so weird, dude. Like, and that was the only bar that we weren't allowed to go to on our trip. And I'm and and it's just like, well, we don't give a shit. Like, you don't want us there, fine. We don't want to be there. Yeah. It it was just so weird. That is weird. But definitely a place you need to check out. If we plan a trip, I'll go. I'm not going there with a non-white person. Come there's, on, man. There's plenty of non-white people in Boston, bro. Yeah, but you always got to have that ace in your back pocket. Oh, whatever. You know I keep you around for that. Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> keep me around to keep you out of trouble. Yeah, that's exactly what I do. Oh, Sam Adams has a variety pack called Game Day Beers. Game Day Beers? Yes, Game Day Beers with Cold Snap. Alpine. Ooh, That's the one ooh like. Alpine That's... Lager. Now that sounds good. No, Cold Snap is good. Cold Snap is good, but listen yeah. to Alpine Lager. Okay, give it to me. Shoot me straight. Alpine Lager is a chill spring Alpine breeze in a glass. Crisp, slightly sweet, honey maltiness. And citrus notes. Mm. Alpine lager gives you that sunny day on the mountain vibe like you want in a spring beer. Sounds like commercial. Now that sounds pretty fucking good. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. That that does sound pretty fucking. Tasty. Dude, you make it sound even better with that commercial voice. In here, golden, and then they have golden pilsner. Crisp and refreshing golden pilsner is subtly sweet, light bodied. With a beautiful aroma from German hops. Drinkable anytime. German hops. Drinkable anytime. Yes. And in the good old Boston locker. Did you get the commercial voice where you're like, I see the like the mountains. Yes, I know. Here, the, uh, here, here. That. Listen down here. Here's a, here's the best backdrop. <laughs> you got downtown Boston. Fucking Red Sox game going on. We're going to fuck Wait, you no, up. No, no, no. Listen, listen. There's a Red Sox game going on. Okay. Dropkick Murphys are in the background. Boston Lager, complex yet balanced with a smooth, crisp finish and a subtle bitterness. No, Boston, you no, no. Boston Lager is the brew that helps spark the craft brew revolution. And then, as I say, revolution, home run over the Green Monster, dude. Yes, you oh. everything. Ah. With, and then every, the Patriots, everything. and then the Patriots score a touchdown, and it's just like ah. Oh. It's just, and then the Bruin, the Bruins score a, pl- a power play goal. And the goal. Patriots win the Super Bowl. Yes, Dude, you, you have you, a whole big explosion <laughs> of Bostonness going on, just like, <laughs> just you know, if Pe- if Peter North was Boston right now, it'd just be like, 
I don't know if you noticed it, but you're just like the Boston. You you did the Boston. Yeah, because you go Boston Lager. Yeah, but then you went back to the crisp, soft, and smooth. You got to be able to the switch yeah. it up on a fucking no, 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 whim, no, no, yeah. No. But you got to be the crisp, small uh, Boston smoothness they actually, when you hit that Homer over oh, the dude. green monster. And actually, their beers actually do look pretty fucking good in the glass. Oh, too. I bet. But you went full like. And they actually, so they have a they have their own beer that's made in Boston. It's called I think it's called Red Brick, mm. and it's only made in Boston. That one's really good too. We gotta hit our hands on that. Yeah, you can only get it like on tap. In bar in bars in Boston. Oh, I'm sure you get like a couple. Of no, suspects. no, no. Yeah. It's only made for bars in Boston. Like tap. Yeah. Tap tap. Yes. You have to be a bar in Boston in order to have it. Hmm. But, dude, you just went Boston, and then you went like crisp. Yeah, you gotta be. Beer. You gotta be able to. You gotta be able to switch it back. Dude, you went from man. Boston to commercial. I know. That, no, that doesn't match. You know what it's called? It's called being able to, uh, you know, to to change up on a on a whim. You got to no, be able to do no, it. No, 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 yeah. No. You just like Boston just like, Pepper just like, just like in The Departed when, yeah. you know, I, when, when fucking Matt Damon was trying to sound like he wasn't from South Boston anymore. That was Leo. No, there was both of them because he did it too. Okay, it, that's it, a whole other episode. Yeah, I'm just saying. About The Departed, they, they which both, we can do. They both did it. Because they both had to pretend like they weren't from South Boston. No, Leo was the one that couldn't. No, but also Matt Damon needed to do it because yeah, Southie. No, he Matt Damon needed. Leo, Matt Damon needed to do it too because when he went and bought that condo, and where he said he was from, and he's like, "Oh, I'm a state trooper." He also needed to change his ways too. He needed to sound different than everybody else because. But he was he he was buying a condo. Yeah, fucking Leo was doing. That's a whole other episode, dude. The Departed and and and, and Wahlberg out. and Wahlberg knew because they both had to do it and he had to do it too. Yeah. But I I swear to God we're doing a whole another episode on the Departed. Oh yeah. But Leo was uh-huh. the one that needed to be both in and out. Well, all right. So, all right. When but it I comes, understand what you're saying. When it, when it comes to Leonardo DiCaprio's character in. In the Empi- Departed, empires are rising and falling every day. No, in yeah, yeah, but no, but when it comes to his character in particular, his life dictated the fact that he would never be a traditional statey. Yeah, because of who his dad was and everything else. So he had to live those double lives of being on the shore with his mom and then being in South Boston with his dad. Yeah, and then he grew up around those people who were Jack Nicholson. You yeah. Know, then those those people. A it, yes, but then when you get to uh, Matt Damon's character, who they didn't really cover as much as being the other part of the where double he. Agent? No, no, but like they didn't cover his growing up, but he had to have been a kid from South Boston, who Jack Nicholson was like, "Hey, look, you're not gonna be doing this. You're not gonna be doing that." You're going to go to school. You're going to do everything you need to do. And we're going to make you the right way. And you're going to come up and you're going to be my inside guy. Yeah. So he had to live that double life. But he was trained to be that double life from the get-go. You know. Because he grew up on it. Yes. But that's why when he went and got that apartment. And, you know, he had to act a certain way. And that's why he was dating the psychiatrist. Making sure he had the right girl and everything else for the situation. 
was you all know, front. Yeah. yeah, it was all planned and pre, you know, pre-orchestrated. So he knew how to play the game, but he also needed to do it just as much as Leonardo DiCaprio needed to do it. Well, because you don't think that 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 Matt Damon wanted to be his character, like like that character didn't want to be just him. Because I feel like at part of the end of it, like at the end of it, he's like, "Fuck, I just want to be myself." Well, here's the thing. So we we could definitely do a whole episode of The Departed because it's. I want to say it's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. I don't know about you. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is that both of those characters are the same fucking person. Yeah. It's just that one did one thing and one did the other. My favorite character was Mark Wahlberg. Oh yeah, because he saw through both of them. Yeah, because he he it, it it was like he had been through that. Yeah, before both of them, mm-hmm. he's like, "Fuck you! You think you're Southie? I'll tell you Southie." Yeah, he's like, "You what? You want to call me Shakespeare? I'll fart on that." <clears throat> the thing I didn't like was um, what's his name? Uh, Martin Sheen dying. I didn't like that. Yeah, well, that was rough. That was rough on me. The way they did them too, that was kind of fucked up. Throw them off the roof. Oh, yeah. Dude. So we don't do, we don't need to do another episode because you kind of just spoiled it, everything. How if who? <laughs> all right, if you if you were our age or up to like twenty five, if you haven't seen The Departed, I don't know what's wrong with you. Uh, I wouldn't say that, but it's definitely a movie that if you're in our age group, you need to check out. I'm sure most people in our age group have seen that movie. I. You'd be surprised, but it is definitely a movie worth watching. I would definitely give that. It, it's uh, it's in my top twenty for sure. Oh yeah, because I got a lot of other movies that, depending on on the theme. Uh, yeah, like I mean that's if, definitely in 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 a top 20. top category. Yeah, for sure. I mean. Cause like for example, Gangs in New York, I like it, but it's not in my top twenty. I I didn't mind it, but that's not something I would watch again. It's entertaining to like, watch it once or twice. Yeah, I'd rather watch The Departed, you know, oh, yeah. a few times, or Goodfellas, somewhere like that. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah. Well, and that's another thing. Like, Goodfellas is a whole nother level. Yeah. Well, I'm talking okay. about like Scorsese movies. Yes. In general, but I'm, but I'm talking about which like are very in depth. You have in like, their characters, but like Goodfellas is just such a. I mean, dude, it's just, yeah. like, I know, Goodfellas is one of those movies that you need to watch. Yeah. Just to be passed through human, like, it's a life. You need, yeah, you need you just have to watch it to watch it. Yeah. You know, like, I know Colleen's never watched the whole fucking thing. Yeah, I'm like, you know, uh, and like she never, she didn't, she didn't pass the fucking test. She didn't fucking unlock the door for me. Well, because I was just like, well, well, you know? well, hold on. The test. That's Bronx Tale. I know, but that's a no, but it's all all it's intertwined, man. Movie she didn't because watch. It's, that's another one, you know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, the Bronx, like so here, like the Bronx Tale is the, the test. So you got the Bronx Tale, our, our generation. So you have the Bronx Tale is is one level. Yeah. Because that that is based off of Chaz Palminteri's life. Yeah. Like that's his life, mm-hmm. and then you have. After that would be Goodfellas, yeah, which is based off of uh, Henry Hill's life, mm-hmm. you know, who was played by uh, what the fuck is his name? Sonny? No, the guy who played Henry Hill. Um, 
Why am I drawing a blank on his name right now? <laughs> Can't think of his name. Hang on. Sunny was the gangster. Yeah, I'm not, no, but Henry. So the main. Oh, the, no, 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 no. I'm talking kid. about. I'm talking about with Goodfellas. Oh, okay. Goodfellas. Oh, Ray Liotta. Yeah, Ray Liotta. Yeah. So like the character that Ray Liotta played, that was yeah, who that how he focus got. Was. Uh, he he, got, he had to narc. Yeah. On everybody. So I mean, like, and that's a whole nother level. Yeah. I mean, and then you even have like on going on a different level of mob type movies like Carlito's Way. Oh yeah. Like that's a whole nother one. Like here. I, I would rather want like, all right, like I don't understand why that is not in the same realm as Scarface. I don't like Scarface at all. Yeah. I like Carlito's way is way better than Scarface to me. What's the thing they, to me? They, you, it's because you got a fan base, dude. Like, yeah, but I got, I got, I got to break it to you down that way. You got a different fan base where people are like. Tony Montana was a badass. Yeah, he he did things his he did things his way, and but it I'm, was my way or the highway, and he was ballsy. Yeah, and, but but movie wise, dude, Carlito's way is so much better than Scarface. I think we got to do an episode on classic movies, dude. Like right at past or just mob movies. or just mob movies. Yeah, we could do that or just right because like un, like honestly the 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 one time I watched Scarface. From beginning to end, I couldn't stand it. Uh, like I didn't like it. I just didn't I, like it. I just didn't like it compared to what other Pacino movies that I've seen, like Carlito. Son of a woman. Well, well, no, but no, no. Carlito's Way, uh, Serpico. Serpico is probably one of his best movies he ever did, and that was when in like the seventies when he was portraying an undercover cop. Yeah. And that was probably one of the best movies that he ever did. And it, like, like, the, like those movies are way better yeah. than Scarface. Dude, you like, even got like the Devil's Advocate. Which oh yeah, that was another one. Yeah. I remember Aaron saying your sister was like, "Oh, you look at his fake ass teeth." Yeah, <laughs> that was one thing that stood out <laughs> to me over the years. That stood out. She's like, "Look at his fake ass teeth," and I was like, "Holy shit, you're yeah. right." But but I, mean, but I just I never I never saw the appeal. Yeah, we we could do a classic movies episode, you know, like just, movies I, that are rite of passage. But I just that was just one like I've never seen. I, I never saw the appeal of Scarface. Because like, like, I could tell a, you, I could tell you, like, like a few. Uh, I like the few parts where like he was hitting on fucking uh, was it Kim Basinger? Yeah, and he's like, hey, oh, hey, oh, you want to come with me? Oh, and she's like, oh, wait, you're in here. Scarface? Who's the chick that's in Scarface? Uh, oh, Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer. Michelle yeah, Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer. And Catwoman. Yeah, but like he's like trying to act all fucking hard with her and then he ends up being with her yeah. and then a big old fucking mound of coke in the in the on the on the desk and say hello to my little friend it's like yeah. no i was I, like here's the thing i know a lot of people that love scarface because they, they're all like about that high energy narco shit yeah and i'm just like yeah it just doesn't do it for me because it's very unreal and it could be true but to me it's like because it's loosely based on a true story, but doesn't do it for me. But I don't. I just I don't like how everybody's like, yeah, this is a fucking true gangster movie. It's like, no, nah, there's better. No, there's, there's better a, movies than that. Like, there's a movie with Christian Slater about the actual Scarface mm-hmm. that's really good. I forgot what the new. I, I don't know what the name of it is, but Christian Slater's in it, and he it's like an Al Capone type story. It's a mobster story. 
And that one. Wait, is... are you talking about? Wait, you're not talking about the one movie I think you're talking about, are you? I don't yeah. know. Hang on. You haven't said the Hang movie. on. I gotta. I gotta look it up. Christian Slater. When He's it. A... When it's um. I think it's one of the Baldwin brothers in it. It's him, and then it's um. Shit, what's the name of the movie? I know you better not be talking about the one I'm thinking about because it's him and in fucking uh, hmm. I'm trying to think of which one it is. Uh, Mobsters, yes, that's what I was thinking of. That's the one I'm talking about. Cause it's him and in fucking, uh, who else is in it? Um, I don't know. You could just, bro- just click uh, yeah, on that me, one. Yeah. Let me just. Cause then here it'll go down here to cast. Yeah. I think one of the Baldwin brothers is in it. Patrick Dempsey. Yeah, Patrick Dempsey is Meyer Lansky. Richard yeah, Richard Greco, Greco is Bugsy Siegel. Chris Penn, who's always in like fucking yep. mobster type movies, he didn't he just pass away not too know. long ago? Yeah, he he's he's gone. Yeah, Laura Flynn Boyle was in it. Yeah. yeah. F. Murray Abram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a good movie. Yeah, I remember watching yeah. that movie. And that's a Al Capone type movie. Yes. Well, you got well. This is uh, he's Lucky Luciano. Yeah. And then he's Meyer Lansky, Bugsy Siegel. Yeah. Frank Costello, and then if you go keep going. The Al Capone comes into it, but he's not like, or, or go to show more. Like, go, go down. Uh, Seymour Castle, Father Bernardo. Keep going. Um, yeah, this is like the, the construction of like the New York mob. Yeah. And then they moved to, then they moved to Chicago. Yeah. Well, this is like uh, based on a true story mm-hmm. type shit. That's a good movie. Like based on a true story, how shit actually went down. Yep. Yeah. Which is what you watch, like The Godfather and all those, which are fiction, loosely based yep. on, but still good stories. But this this one's pretty good. I like the. Uh... Oh shit! What was it called? The the Johnny Depp one with um. Blow. No. No, not blow. I like that one, but that's not the one I'm talking about. When he was John Dillinger. The Vegas one. No, John Dillinger, dude. When he was the bank robber. Oh, the the one that's like Bonnie and Clyde, uh, enemy of the state kind of deal. Yes, but he was John Dillinger, not yeah. Bonnie and Clyde. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Show more. I know. I'm getting to it. I know it was like an enemy of the state type movie. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, oh, not that far. Go up a little bit. There you go. Public Enemies. Yes. Public yeah. Enemies. Public That's Enemies was a good movie. Yeah. Talia Al Ghul is in it. Yeah, that was a really good movie. Yeah. 
Uh, it wasn't bad. Oh, no, but it's based... So the crazy thing is, like, John Dillinger grew up in Kentucky, like, down the street from where he really grew up in Kentucky. Johnny Depp? Yeah, so he, he had a real big connection as far as, like, oh, my God, like, yeah, I knew all about John Dillinger growing up because we were from the same area. Mm-hmm. And, like, did you ever really hear him talk in his actual voice? You mean by Tony besides talking about this no, type of voice? No, but, like, like, when Johnny Depp talks in real Johnny Depp voice. Without an accent? Yeah, and he talks like a fucking hillbilly? No. Oh, dude, yeah, it is fucking crazy. Listen to him talk about, like, shit in his own voice. There's a lot of good actors in it. Oh, yeah, you have you have him as John Dillinger. Christian, Christian Bale, Bale was Melvin Purvis. Um, Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum was Pretty Billy Floyd. Um, you have... Stephen uh, Lang. Yep. Yeah, he was Charles Winstead. Um, Red Hamilton. This guy, he played in a lot of stuff. Oh, Jason um, Clark. Who played Machine Gun Kelly? Uh, there you was mean a... who did Machine Gun Kelly play? Machine no, Gun no, Kelly play? No, 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 no. Huh? No, the mobster Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, there's an actual, an actual gangster called Machine Gun Kelly? Yeah. I did not know yeah. that. Yeah. The guy who, the dude who's... Machine Gun Kelly now need to get permission to be called Machine Gun Kelly, because any uh, uh, Stephen Graham was Babyface Nelson. Mm-hmm. He played J Edgar Hoover. Uh, Stephen Dorff. Yeah. Yeah, he was Homer Van Meter. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Rory Cochran. He was another good dude. He was Agent Carter. Dominic Lombardozzi. That's another cool dude. He was in The Wire. Yeah. But yeah, go to uh, here. Go to Google and just just put up Machine Gun Kelly, the mobster, which is a completely different dude than. Yeah, Machine Gun Kelly is a gangster. Holy shit! Yeah. So not the man with the mon button. No, that's the real Machine Gun Kelly. Hmm. Yeah, he died nineteen fifty four. From Memphis, Tennessee. So yeah, that's the real Machine Gun Kelly. Holy shit! Look at that. You learn something new every day. Mm-hmm. George Machine Gun Kelly. Fuck that little wannabe rapper pop star. <laughs> yeah, because you have him and his, like, because they all had different you know nicknames. Like Pretty Boy Floyd was yeah. one dude. You know him. And then John Dillinger, he had a nickname for a little bit too. You know, they all had different things, so. But you didn't know that Machine Gun Kelly was a mobster? Like, the actual guy? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that from the get-go. That's why I always thought it was funny when they're like, MGK. I'm like, what's MGK? And they're like, Machine Gun Kelly. I'm like, why why are we talking about the mobster? Yeah. Like, no, the rapper. I'm like, no, there's a mobster named Machine Gun Kelly. And then he got destroyed by Eminem. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah, this this dude was the the original Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, it's funny. Like a lot of people don't correlate what M and M means. It's Marshall Mathers as M and M. Yeah, Marshall and Mathers. But yeah, it doesn't doesn't really take a lot to put in there to figure. Yeah, a lot of people don't do it, but yeah, we are pretty sure that the rapper. MGK needed to ask permission from his family 
to be called Machine Gun Kelly. Mm, probably. And I think he had to pay a royalty or something to them. I don't know why, but yeah, there was something that I know I, I, I could be wrong, but there was something I thought that he needed to ask permission to be called MGK. Machine Gun Kelly. Because mm. MGK, the acronym, you probably don't need it, but... No, but he had... He was called Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know if there is any... How are you going to call yourself after a machine gun wearing a man bun? Well, and you call yourself Machine Gun Kelly after a guy who literally used a machine gun. Who looks way more intimidating than... (laughs) The guy who who is now known as Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, my God. Then he even put up, like, like, look up, like, Pretty Boy Floyd... That the guy that that was the one that uh, easy you might hear a rapper like that. There you go, right there. That's Pretty Boy Floyd, right there. That's right there. Yeah, that's the guy that uh, Channing Tatum played. Yeah, I I could see it. You know, you need a uh, that Hollywood up facelift. Looks a lot like Babe Ruth. No. No, I show pictures look of Babe Ruth. Look at his face. Yeah, but Babe Ruth was a, a lot more fucked up. Oh, yeah, but I'm talking about the facial structure. Like, he has a very Babe Ruth esque face. Mm. Babe Ruth? I don't know, dude. Babe Ruth. Why, was... why are you going into shopping? <laughs> oh, that I was going on images. Here we go. Nah, dude, Babe, Babe Ruth was fucking goblin looking, dude. No, they have the same similar face, dude. No, it's like right there. Yeah, they have the same squared kind of. I face. guess it depends on the angle. Yeah, not but. that one. That one, he looks like a fucking goblin. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's just depends the way, on the angle. That's just the way the picture was being taken. Yeah, you know. But, like, look up John Dillinger, you know. John Dillinger? Yeah, for photos. Just John Dillinger. John Diliberto? There you go. John Dillinger. That's John Dillinger right there. What was that? Uh, That was the one that Johnny... No, that was the one that Johnny Depp played. Mm. No, uh, the one that um, Christian Bale was Melvin Purvis. Hmm. Okay, I can see Johnny Depp playing that. Pulling and then that's the chick who, um, what's her name played? Talia Al Ghul. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, Johnny Depp could definitely. Well, Johnny pull Depp himself. fits this picture pretty good. Yeah. You know, and they're from the same area in Kentucky, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And then, like, if you could look up Melvin Purvis, that was the one that Christian Bale played. He doesn't look anything like him at all, but there you go. Per uh, back, I think it's P U R. P U R. Yeah, go back. Right there. Yeah, purpose. Like that was the dude. Oh, actually, yeah, not not too bad. I can see mm. the Christian Bell look. No, a little bit. A little bit, like in that picture right there. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty good casting. Yeah, well, I feel like they did pretty good casting on the movie. Especially the dude who played uh, 
J. Edgar Hoover. He did a pretty good job looking like him. Yeah. I don't know how we got into this, but we did. Well, we started talking about gangster <laughs> movies. It's, it, it, it's it stemmed off from the uh, Boston, and then we went to the, the Departed, and now we're here, and we're getting close to that shot time. Yes, we will have a shot, and then we will kick it back up with our next episode that will be coming after this one. will be another Campfire Stories, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, and what's going to be what's going to be on deck for that campfire stories? Uh we're going to do some Illinois or Illinois. What the fuck? <laughs> well, I don't know. We, no, we're not going to We're, we're going to be doing some Illinois. We're not we're not going to stay on Illinois haunted stories. Uh-huh. But like we're going to do we're going to try to stay in range, uh-huh. right? In Illinois. Um we're going to do the Gates of Hell in the US. Uh-huh. Uh, we're gonna try to talk about the uh, actual Skinwalkers, not Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah, I'm gonna look up some Skinwalker stories, like maybe some Chupacabra type shit. Um, well, now here, so be- before we even get into this, mm-hmm. so like in 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 Mexico, like what's the Chupacabra thing in Mexico? Because I feel like it's kind of different. Like, there's been Chupacabra things like in other parts of the country or other parts of the world, like like. Do you know of like the chupacabra thing in Mexico? And chupacabra in Mexico was not well. I wasn't living down there at the time, so I don't know how hard it hit when it actually hit when it was like ninety six, ninety seven. But um, the chupacabra really hit in the U.S. Yeah, which was where I was at when I was growing up. But um, like. I've seen chupacabra stories outside of the U.S. where they're like, "Oh yeah, you know, it's like a gut-soaking alien, uh, blood, like cow blood-soaking alien." Mm-hmm. It, you know, um, and then and then I've seen like TikToks or shorts where you see like a weird animal. It's like a dog, and then other ones are like, "Oh no, it's on two legs." Dude, it, it it's yeah. like a it, it. Sometimes you see it, it looks like a wombat, like yeah. a huge bat that just like scurries around the floor and then runs away but you're like dude that's not in the u.s that's like africa type shit yeah or i don't know where wombats are from but well, well wombats don't fly they're actually yeah. a rodent in australia yeah they're really small and well short and fat yeah and they short don't they fat, don't get up they're huge much. yeah so um i did uh, a project on them so so there's that you know with the with where they're like you know wombat um Hey, just some freaky shit. Like, and it's like really distraught, out of focus, and all that. So, yeah, which we could get into. Um, we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about haunted places, which, uh, like we talked about, room fourteen oh eight. There's the. We can talk about Bobby Mackey's. Yeah. Place in in Kentucky. Yeah. So. There's a uh, folklore. We we're gonna touch. Uh, we're gonna try to stay on topic with some of that stuff, but. Folklore is a wide variety of things, so oh, yeah. be be aware of that. And then there's uh, the Simpsons prophecies, which um, how many have come true so uh, far? A so, lot of them. Yes. 
So I don't even want to put that into the Google search yet. We will save that for the episode because <laughs> that'll we could probably make that a whole episode if we wanted to. Yeah. So that that's that's gonna be the comic relief of the next episode. I think the the Simpsons prophecies one. Yes. Well, it'll be comic relief, but at the same time, it'll freak you out. Yeah. Because how, of how many point, things have yeah. actually come true. Yes. From watching the Simpsons over the past thirty years. Yes, because the Simpsons have been on air over thirty years, so closer to 40 i think by now yeah somewhat close because i think they well, not, yeah. the 80s yeah so they're like 35 something yeah like that, i think they years. started like when we were like little little kids oh dude they started in like 80 i don't know we'll have to look at it close they, they, it's close they're, to, they're close to our age yeah so um how many prophecies they've hit on we're, we're gonna try to hit on that um for example just take it off the top the trump being president one well, and they predicted the coronavirus too. Also, so there, there's many more where that came from. Um, so yeah, that's uh, the next episode. The the uh, campfire stories part two, part yes. two, part no, part two, part two. So let's see. I just want to look it up real quick. Uh, what year? So it's thirty four seat, thirty four seasons. That's seasons. When the air? Um, let's see. Probably like eighty four, eighty five. Oh man, no, probably like probably like eighty, eighty nine. That's when the Simpsons air. Nineteen eighty nine was the first year of the Simpsons. Holy shit! So they. Okay. So yeah, I was five. Yeah. So thirty. Going on thirty three years. And the Simpsons. Thirty four seasons. On. Yeah. So they're one season ahead. Uh huh. You know what I love about The Simpsons? The Halloween episodes. Oh, yeah. Those were always really good, too. Yeah. The Treehouse. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, um, closing off the episode, Bachelor Party. Yes. Where do, we, where do we stand? We are going shark diving. All right. In Florida. You twisted my arm. We're going to go here. The, this is how it's going to be. We're going to fly out Thursday morning. We're going to fly out to Jupiter, Florida. Hang out all Thursday. Just just hanging out. Have a good time. Friday, we're going to go out on the boat and do our shark diving experience, whatever. Mm. Come back to the house. Saturday, we're going to go to Miami. Miami? Yeah, because it's only an hour drive. That sounds Japanese to we me. We go to Miami, have a good time, and then we fly home on Sunday. Okie dokie. Fresh and relaxed and ready to go. Boom. That's- as uh, fresh as a daisy. Soder said, "Okie dokie, I'm an idiot." Yeah, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I feel like that's the best way to go about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. And whatever stupid shenanigans we get into Miami, we get in Miami. Oh, what happens in Miami stays in Miami. Yeah. Otherwise, border patrols involved. Yeah. Anyway, this was the uh, cl- uh, cleaning out the fridge episode yes. where we're killing whatever we had left over from the last 17 episodes, 16 episodes. Yep. So then now we could start off fresh with something new. And we're going to kick it off with some campfire stories. Yes. And we'll figure out you know, a nice little beverage to go along with these campfire stories. Yes. So... We're going to do, again, another shot of... Uh, Cabo Wabo. Cabo Wabo. What's on hand? Uh, all right. Here so, we go. I'm glad I emptied half of a lime into this shot glass. 
You love it. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, and before we do this shot, make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Podbean, Spotify, all those other places. YouTube. And make sure that, you know, we have tons of other people that we've been able to follow and learn from that are also in the podcast realm. Um, Check them out and help them get their podcast to the places that we want to be. Yes. Because it's a big community and everybody needs to help everybody out. Because without you guys, we would just be a couple dudes just drinking beer, talking shit. So, yep. so like, share, subscribe, and let's help each other out. Exactly. Cheers. Cheers. And next time you hear from us will be Campfire Stories number two. Good night, everybody. Oh.